and we are live. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Billy F. Gates, aka Steaming Billy Beeman. With this is your fantasy podcast. You know what I'm saying? We back. It's been a minute. I know inconsistency <laughs> is horrible, and I'm sorry that we've been super inconsistent. But we back, man. And tonight we doing some draft lottery, and I'm right here with my guys, the Cobra, and also the Truth. We in the building. How you guys feeling? Pretty good, man. There's nothing quite like draft lottery day. I love it. It's a, one of the new things that we're implementing this this year, and uh, it's nice. Man, love, it's love a good lottery. It's like exciting. Like if the draft is right down, right right <laughs> around the corner, man. You know, you, all once we get done with tonight, Ryan, how many mock drafts are you gonna go through within the first hour? Tell Probably me another hundred more. <laughs> Tell me that. <laughs> I get to know what draft pick I get. I got a month. Maybe a month and a half, or when's this draft uh, for this league again? At the end of August, August 26th. Plenty of time for homework. Plenty of time to check out the Cobra Corner. You know, I got plenty of time to do my research, man. It's it's exciting. What a way to come back after that, uh, you know, the time we've been off a little bit here and, you know, come back with the lottery. How about that? Facts. You know what? And the, and the biggest thing, too, is – not only that you get to do the research, but right now with the whole keeper situation, again, the TIYF league is a brand new league. Started last season. A lot of the guys are new to the keeper um, situation. So being able to do this, go forward, and also knowing your draft position is also going to help you with your keeper pick. That's a, that's a big part. <clears throat> a keeper, man. What's a keeper? <laughs> A keeper. Oh man, you're gonna hit me with questions. So a keeper. This is what we this is what we're doing here, sir. Keeper leagues. What happens is some leagues you can do rounds one through sixteen. You get to keep one player from your from your roster that either you drafted, you picked up, you traded for. Um for the TIYF league, it had they had to be rostered by week 10. So if you traded your players that you drafted. You, get, you can't keep them because they were not on your roster. Adam. Uh, yeah, Mr. Adam. Mr. Jaguar. <laughs> That's why I threw that out there, man. We had a little confusion in the group chat. I just wanted to make sure we all on the same page. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so any players that you have on your team for the TIYF League, week 10 and after, you get to keep one of those players. But again, say you drafted a player and he was on your team the whole entire season. And you got him in a good round uh, for, let's just say, like, uh, for Mr. Paul the Truth over here. You had Kenneth Walker, round nine for your league, correct? And Actually, Ryan, but yeah. Ryan, it was round nine. Yeah. One of you, I knew one of you guys had him. But, yeah, so he gets to keep Mr. Ken Walker round nine in that league. And that's so it's pretty, it's pretty big. Keeper, you mean holdover. Jesus, shots <laughs> fired in the chat. Hold over, man. Come on. <laughs> That's going to be his new team name, huh? We'll call him the uh, holdover hold team. <laughs> I like uh, it. Did, did I cover the uh, the keeper situation pretty good? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. I mean, just for all the other people that, you know, are thinking about keeper leagues. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Billy's talking. I mean, every league is going to be different. I know when I first started my league, you could take – any player in any round and now we've kind of moved up to you can't touch anybody in the first two rounds and you know it's just i think as you know the more we play in, in my league it's probably going to get a little bit deeper than that maybe we might make it like 
Like maybe you can't keep anybody um, within the first five rounds because that's when you really got to, you know, hit in the draft. You got to really hit those guys in the draft that maybe you the guys you find in like the eighth or ninth round become potentially in the next following season, number uh, like round one or round two picks. And that's going to ultimately help your team out. You know what I mean? Because then you can thinking about it, you're going to get a guy who's projected to go in the second round and then you, you still have your second round picks. So you get two second round picks, you know, Pretty so. Much. Yeah, that's just how the keeper leagues go, and it, it all starts with the draft. It makes the draft that much more fun. That makes that uh, you, you know the research you do. Uh, you know, you really just got to go through and pan out, and you just kind of do the homework. But uh, it, so far, since, well, how long we've we been doing keeper now, guys? Uh, for a while, for a few years, five, yeah, six. So we we started it in twenty twenty. I was I thought it was like five years so, already. So this is the third year. The only reason why I remember is because I drafted CMC in 2019. I won the championship, and then that, that was our first year at Keepers. And I kept CMC, and that was before we had the the two-round limit. So Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll take credit for putting the two-round limit in because I kept the number one overall player the next season. Is it two? Is it round? Is only round one and two for – for your league, the fantasy yeah. family. Yeah, it's one and two for fantasy family. I think we should move it up at least one so more. For, so this is what I'm doing for the TIYF league is next season. So I did any round this 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 season. Obviously, go ahead, have your fun, take your picks. Next season, it's rounds one through three that you do not get to keep. I like that. I wanna I wanna do that for a fantasy family. I got to get that voted on next season. So, so Mister again, you said you said the top three rounds. Top yeah. three rounds, first three. Okay. Yep. So uh, let's yeah. let's go let's go, Mr. Paul, Mr. Jaguars fan. Adam has these a uh, couple questions, so I can have two picks in one round, one keeper on, on pick. Okay, so let's explain it one more time. So I didn't I didn't hit everything, but yeah. So okay. this is so another piece to it. So basically, it's just doing your homework in a draft, or not even doing your homework. Maybe you get lucky and find somebody off the free agency uh, the following year. Say you f- find somebody. Uh, let's see. It, who was good? Uh, who was a great guy uh, that, that somebody picked up off the free agency last season? So we could kind of put it in perspective. Um, I mean, there's Christian Watson. Uh, I know yeah. he was a late pick. I mean, a lot of people. So let's just say Christian Watson, you picked up off the free agency. Uh, if you don't draft that person, um, you can you can use them for any pick, and you'd want to use your last pick in a draft. So you pick up Christian Watson in uh, off free agency the following year. He's eligible to be uh, to be your keeper. You use a 16th round pick to keep him next season. So now you're getting Christian Watson in the 16th round when he could possibly go. Uh, what round is he going this year? Maybe seventh? Maybe seven, seven, eight, five, seven, eight, nine, seven. somewhere around there. So instead of getting him in the seventh round, you're getting him in the 16th round, which is the value is just ridiculous there. So that is true. Good. But, and the thing is, you got to remember so that 16th round pick, that'll be your final pick. You do not get that second pick. You don't get to pick anybody else. That so whatever round that player goes in, it could you lose whatever. that round. Yeah, that's it. It's not you don't technically lose it. You you're getting a player on a for bargain. Yeah, for that round. Yeah, so that so that spreadsheet that I sent you guys, it has the, all your players' name that are eligible, and then it has the round number next to them. So whatever that round number is, say you pick like Tony Pollard in the eighth round, that's your keeper. That means you won't get your eighth round pick, but you'll get Tony Tony Pollard in place of your eighth round pick. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I would just to kind of piggyback off what you guys said. 
Um, I I enjoy keeper leagues. I, I'm not super huge on playing dynasty because you got to carry your roster year over year. But keeper is kind of <laughs> nice because it uh... it changes your strategy when you're thinking about drafting players. And then it changes actually your trade strategy in the in the season because you start thinking about like oh you know who do I who who would I potentially keep for next season and like when <laughs> you know do I want to trade that person? Do I not want to trade that person? Or, or it might be the other way around and you might see somebody else on another person's roster and say, I think I might want to keep that guy and I'll, I'll make an offer for him. And what you end up finding and correct me if I'm wrong guys, but you end up seeing deals for players that in normal standard leagues, you wouldn't see because of the, the value wouldn't normally line up, but because you have keepers that raises the value of some players as potential keepers. And then you end up yes. getting, you actually end up getting, not so much like better deals, but you get different deals. Um, no, and, say it the right way, Ryan. You get the bag. If you're going to be able to keep him in, 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 with the with an eighth round and he's projected to go in the second round, I'm giving you the bag this season. You know what I mean? Just so I can look forward to the following season. Like, hey, I'm getting this this top ten receiver in the eighth round. Okay. So, look, I got I got an example for you guys. Last, <clears throat> last season in Fantasy Family, week six – Paul puts on the chat, CMC gets traded to San Francisco from Carolina to San Francisco. And Paul puts in the chat, I'm done. I don't want CMC no more. So <laughs> he's filled in trade offers. We're out here. Everyone's trying to poach him. I send Paul an offer. Of, <clears throat> after some negotiating, I sent Paul an offer of Devontae Adams and Damian Pierce for Christian McCaffrey. On face value, that might not be worth it, but the pitch was – like, look, Damian Pierce at the time was putting up, you know, 15 to 20 points a game. And he had a keeper value in the 13th round, which is actually, like, actually pretty good. Like, he's still, like, a fourth, fifth round running back. So, like, the value, if it makes sense, Damian Pierce straight up, Damian Pierce and Devontae Adams straight up for CMC probably in a standard league might not, like, get it done. But in a keeper league, when one of those players has keeper value, that can be the difference sometimes. So I'm sorry, Paul, but, yeah, at, but the time... at the end of the day, at the end of the day, <laughs> Ryan robbed me once again, and I will no longer be accepting trades from the Purple Cobras. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> to, to answer to answer Charlie's question, because he also pretty much kind of got robbed so that he had Mark Andrews and traded for Diggs, and he got Diggs at a time where Ryan would ship him out, you know, late in the season because it's always snowing so to answer your question charlie <laughs> no you yeah you, I, you don't get digs and you don't get to keep mark andrews because they're uh, for one digs was late like after week 10 and then mark andrews you traded him off your roster so if he wasn't on your roster you don't get to keep him so that's the end of the brings, season that kind of brings up something that i've thought about like i thought about proposing it in the leagues to vote on and tell me how you guys feel about this. I kind of think that the, the deadline for the keeper cutoff should be the same as the trade deadline. Only because of what happened to, what happened to Charlie there was he made a trade after the keeper cutoff, but before the trade <laughs> deadline. And so he wasn't able to keep, you know, have a chance at keeping Mark Andrews or, or Diggs. And so, you know, it's just something to consider. I, I think they should be aligned. So that way, I mean, you can make you can make trades right up to the deadline and they could still be keeper eligible. The only thing I don't like with that, with my league, is I'm not trying to shake 
I'm not trying to shake that corner at Arden Mall if I come in last place. So I need to make sure I need to make sure I'm I got all trade possibilities on the table to keep me from coming in last, Ryan. I mean, I understand the way you see it that way, but if I need that one win and I got to make a trade and it, it and it so so help me messes my my uh my keeper up, I don't want to be on the corner. So, I mean, <laughs> that's the only thing. Talk, I think we're talking like a one week difference, right? Like, one um, I think we are talking trade deadline was supposed I, to be the end of November for our league for TI. Okay, we're trading in just we're trading like Thanksgiving. I thought we were, it was pretty, it was way out there. I can't remember 100%, but I know it's it's a couple of weeks. Well, I'll, I'll, throw it, I'll throw it up to vote. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, no, no. That'll be definitely something we can vote on. We could either vote on it tonight. I don't think we have everybody in right now, but um, it'll be something that we can vote for um, at the draft, definitely on the docket. And I know let's just go back real quick uh, to Mr. Jaguars fan. I, he did bring up something that um, I did want to discuss now because this is not going to be voted on. I'm getting rid of the vetoes. This is a commissioner decision. There will be no vetoes in the league. I'm we're we're done with that. That's it. That's there's no veto system at all. Just saying I'm just letting you know now. That is out the door. It's a good this call. A dictatorship, not a democracy. <laughs> good at, call, least that, at least for that. You know, at least for that. Cause uh man, bro, last season, uh, that was horrible. It's just people getting cahoots for 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 no reason, and it was just like, yeah, we ain't doing that. That's out. I was pretty shocked when it got vetoed. I didn't think it would happen. <laughs> yeah, nah, the vetoes are not gonna happen in the league ever again. That's done. So yeah, there's that. All right, man. We got eight fifteen. Not everybody's here, but it's lottery time, man. Let's let's. So I want to go. Let's let's just talk about this real quick before we start spinning the wheel here. Are we pulling the like when the first one comes out? Oh, that's the number nah. twelve pick, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 So let's just clarify all that before. Oh, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I, you, you did it last time. Go ahead. Yeah. So I want to make sure we clarify it because I know in my draft I wanted to make sure I went over it. I went somebody the ball comes out with their name. I got the number one pick. No, we are starting from reverse here. So as these come out. As I'm calling these names, we are we're going from 12 all the way to the last ball in here. The last ball is going to be the number one pick in the TIYF league this season. So, just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify that before we started. Um, I do have everybody's initials on here. Uh, I got that from the ESPN app, so uh, <clears throat> I don't I don't remember everybody's uh, uh, two initials. So, if you guys want to help me out, I, I, I got them. I got it. Okay, cool. So, um, other than that, are we ready to we get this ball rolling or what? You guys ready? Hey, man. hey, hey uh, drop the drop the music, bro. <laughs> yeah, I just got the jingle. He's got the jingle, man. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all. Good luck to everybody. All right, well, let's open up the the lottery. Good luck to everybody. All, All right, guys. Man. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Let it spin a little bit. This is for the twelfth pick. Well pick, man. Somebody tell me when to stop, and then we'll go ahead and pull. All right, stop. Watch it be me. <laughs> All right. With the 12th pick in the TIYF fantasy football fantasy, uh, fantasy draft, 
Anthony Royster at number 12. Ooh. Yeah. Where's he at? like pick number two in the other league, huh? Yeah. Number, number 12. Man. Number 12, Mr. Royster. All right. All right, let's keep it going. That sucks for him. Number 12? Yeah. Yeah, he got number two in the uh, fantasy family. Yeah, so he's going from two different sides. Man. Oh, he missed the... Refresh, refresh, refresh. Refresh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to call stop on this one. The next one coming out. With the 11th pick, it's going to go to me. With the number 11th pick. The two new guys that pop in, you know what I'm saying? We had four new guys, you know what I'm saying? And and it's already. Man, that kind of that kind of blows a little bit, man. You still got Tra- Justin Jefferson. Come on now. Charlie, what you gotta say about that? Paul got the eleventh pick. I know you I know you waiting to say something. <laughs> I still got a I still got a top three pick in the draft, so it's all good. <laughs> all it. right. Tell me when to stop there, Ryan. And you can stop now. All right. Next up. Watch it be all the day. Da- watch it be all the podcast hosts. George is next. <laughs> what are we at? 10? 10. It's going to RL. Romeo Lopez. Romeo nephew. Lopez with the number 10 pick. Romeo. He got number one last season. He's got some work to do. Got some work to do with the number 10 pick. Yeah, that's what I have in the other league. <clears throat> Not a bad pick, right? It's rough, man. Is it? <laughs> that no, is it's rough. Not, it's, it is. That's rough. It's rough. Just depends on who you guys pick ahead of me. Yeah. All right. That, that's rough. That's very rough. That's like, that's like Kelsey area. All right. Bro, I'm on, I'm on the pod. You got the tenth pick. <laughs> he, you got the tenth pick. <laughs> he he called right. with him. <laughs> Initials M P. I think that's Michael. Think Michael. That's Mike, Mike Paul Mary. Yeah, there we go. All Michael. right, shout out Mike. It, pick is nine. it Paul? Paul Mary Paul. or? Yeah, Paul, Paul Marie. Marie. I think it's Paul Marie. I should know. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you add him to the league, Ryan? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Mike. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just messing with So it. we still got two podcasters in here. It's looking good. It's looking good. That turtle shirt gave me good vibes. Man, it, it tore me up. I thought it was going to be. That's good exactly luck the. Uh, look at there you go. There he is right there. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Ryan, Ryan got it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Stop. Here we go. Stop for the next pick. It should be number what eight? Yeah. Number eight. K S initials. Uh that's Colvere Sandar, the foreskin. All right. With the Col- number eight pick. Colvere got the number eight pick. Let me check some. Dang. Ryan's over there, got a big smile on his face. He's getting up to the top five, top digits. six. Hey, <laughs> let's see, a top seven pick must be nice. 
All right. Go ahead and stop it there. Number seven. Looks like it's RM Purple Cobras. Number seven. <laughs> oh, let's go. Top Billy's six. Ha- Billy's hanging on. Top six. Hanging on there. Jeez. Top six, baby. Not bad. I, I wish I had it. That's a top six, man. That's a good pick right there. Double D's, double D's. Show me them double D's. You want the, you want the, you want the double D right now? <laughs> you probably jinxed them right now. Watch Here we go. The pick is in. Who doesn't like some double D's, though? Hey, no way. No way. He called the double D, the double D. <laughs> The double D's. No, yeah. no way. There's no way. There's no way. Oh my god, what, bro. This is bad oh. juju over here, man. That's crazy. Double D. Hey, Steaming Billy Beeman needs all the help he can get with the last year. Yeah, I know that last place, bro. It's not gonna happen this season. Hey, hey, Damien, my bad, bro. Just wanted some double D's in my life. Yikes. That was so up. That's crazy. That's that's a hell of a call, boy. Oh, man. What, what pick was that for? Six? Or Yeah. yeah for six. six. All right. So we got <laughs> top five? Top five. I, hey, I'll take top five all day. Top yeah, five, five is not bad. All I need to do is get into the top four, and then I know what I'm going to do with my, you know what I'm saying? With my right, well, keeper. Let's, let's, <laughs> Even let's top three. Let's see who's got the number five pick. With the number That's five B- pick. B- BM, Brad Mott. A- AK. Ooh, oh, Adam. 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 With the number five pick. Jaguars. Jaguars got fifth. Nice. Boy's going to get it. I've never had the seventh pick before. <clears throat> No? No. That's I, wanted, tight. I wanted the number one pick so bad. So top four. <laughs> I'm in the top four. Who we got left? We got Brad Mott. We got Manny Camaro. We got myself. And we got Charlie Alvarado. Oh, oh. it's Charlie time. It's Charlie time, man. Charlie. Charlie's about to get picked I wanna, right now. I want to see I want to see a little California. Let me get a little CA action. The CA action. Let me, I know, man. Little, let me get a little CA action. How about you that? Know what I'm Shine some sun with won't that even CA look at action. It. Won't even look at it. I won't <laughs> until the ball drops. <laughs> I have to look at it. <laughs> Come on, where's it at? Hard it getting first. And B M. Brad Mott. Bradley. All right, we have three left. So we got Billy, Manny, and Charlie. The top three picks. What do you think, Ryan? I, I, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Look at, look at. I'm not gonna lie right now. I do not want first pick. I need this next pick. I need to be number three. I do not want first pick. That's too high. I need number three. 
the question is, should I keep CMC or not? Yeah. Trading number one. He said trading number one for your first and third pick. Look at him. All right, here we go. With the number three pick. Let's get it. Give me that number three. Give me that number three. With the third pick. Manny Camaro with the number three pick. All right. Damn, it's between me and Charlie. That's yes. crazy. <laughs> Man. Woo. Clayton, Clayton Bigsby. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, number three is a good spot, man. Hey, hey, number three is a nice pick. That that is that is probably the best name I've seen on here. Clayton Bigsby, bro. <laughs> that's, that's even his gamer tag name is. Oh, um, is it really? Yeah. That's, that's the perfect gamer tag, bro. If you know, you know. I, I, I'm not saying it on here. I'm not getting canceled. <laughs> Power. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing, bro. <laughs> Yo, I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Are you guys you guys ready to see who got this number two pick? Yeah, man. All right, let's stop the wheel. Let's... Oh, it caught it real quick. CA, boy. Show them that with, CA. With the number two pick. Show them that CA. In the TIYF. Hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. Don't do that. Give them the first, the number one, give them the first overall. That's the number two that you got in your hand, so you know who got the number one. Okay. I know, I already know. Yeah, yeah. So... So give them, so give them that first. Tell them, let us know. You want the number one pick? Give us the number one. With the number one pick in the <laughs> TIYF <laughs> fantasy football draft, your host of the TIYF podcast, yeah! Billy F. <laughs> the number one let's pick. Oh, I didn't man. want it. Let's go. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh man. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, I was I was just <laughs> I <knew> it. I was, <laughs> This is rigged, man. How did he get the number one pick? <laughs> That's crazy. That's funny, uh, man. Well, the picks are in. You guys write down in order. We uh, want to go over it one more time. Ryan got him. <clears throat> he needs that. I definitely do, bro. I came in last place last season. Hey, you got that yeah. number two. Let's go ahead and recap. So, hey, I, number... had nothing, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> that was all Paul. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Just make that clear. <laughs> we are in different locations. Facts. Ping pong ball. <laughs> hey, hey, Billy. Let him know. Yeah. Got the- hey. I you got can't the see wink me winking, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't see me winking. <laughs> he said something about putting put his ball in the freezer right like five minutes before the draft, so you know what I mean. So it would stick to the bottom. I don't know, man. That's <laughs> all right. Let's That's do awesome. a quick. Let's do a quick recap. So, pick number one, uh, Mr. Billy F. Gates, taking home the grand prize, number one pick. Uh, behind him, number two is Charlie. Number three, we have Manny. Number four is Brad. Number five is Adam. Number six is Damien. Number seven is myself, Ryan. Number eight, Colvier. Number nine, Mike. Number 10, Romeo. Number 11, Paul. Number 12, Ant. <sighs> well, man, so 
I just want to say, how do you guys feel with your draft position? Uh, I mean, well, I mean, it helps me with my keeper, obviously. I mean, one through four was obvious. It was, it was always, uh, I know where I'm going at with the, my, my keepers in the eighth round. Um, and I guess it really depends on, on who's keeping who in the first round too, though. I mean, if somebody's keeping, um, Justin Jefferson, I can't get him first round. So, I mean, this is where the, the that round one through 16, like keepers, like especially having those first couple rounds, <clears throat> it makes everything a lot more harder. You know what I'm saying? It's just because uh, for me, in my, it's like, say I can't get CMC, I can't get Justin Jefferson, I can't get <clears throat> Austin Eckler because he's kept. I obviously got to go with. Saquon Barkley, right? So now, yeah, that's it, kind of a tough. That's kind of a tough spot, man. You know, yeah, you got, that's why I'm saying it. It's it's a little more more difficult, especially with how we're doing it this year. But I'm glad that I got Saquon as a keeper on my list. But I already know where I'm going. <laughs> about you, Ryan? How do you feel? With the number what seven? Yeah, number seven. Um, and you bring up a good point. This is kind of like the worst year to have like a top pick because of the keepers. Um, it's fine. Like we'll we'll see how the draft shakes out. Um, it just means you, you might have to like reach a little bit, you know. But seven, at least I'm. I mean, I got ten in the other league, so seven. I'm I'm happy with it. It's like square in the middle. I can I could work with that. Yeah, I think I'm at what six in Paul's league, and <clears> I'm doing <throat> I'm doing the zero running back uh strategy, so I, I'm good with that. So, but uh, Charlie said that he'll give you the second pick for your first and uh, fifth round pick. I got just, I already got a first round pick, man. I don't, I got, I got Justin Jefferson in a second, man. I'm good. I'm gonna get, <laughs> you know, you know, him, I'm going to match him up with Devontae Adams, you know, powerhouse wide receivers. I'll be all right. So, his last pick, really the number one pick. Actually, to be honest with you, all right, so once every but once we have all the keepers in, we'll actually know where the the first pick technically is. Uh, it it really just depends because um, again, some some people have uh, round eight, round seven uh, pick, uh, keepers. Some people actually have the first two rounds, like a like a. I I wouldn't care. I'm gonna keep. Um, if if I had him, I would keep uh, Josh Allen. Like no matter what, like, you know what I'm saying. I'm wasting that first round, second round. Automatic keeper. Yeah. I think he went in the first round last year, right? Saquon. Uh, second. He went no, in no, second. No. Did he? Wait, I actually, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, he was in the second. I actually got the draft summary. Um. Yeah, 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 Allen and second. Mahomes went in the second round. Uh, Josh Allen went the yeah, uh, third pick <clears throat> of the second round. It's yeah, man, bad. it was good. You guys need anyone in a league? I'm down to take over. We we may actually have a spot for. So there's another league that I'm supposed to be a part of that I need to hurt, I get back to Derek about, but that's the. <laughs> It's not a keeper league, but it's the uh, the other one, the dynasty, the dynasty league. Exactly. 
No veto, so we good now. Exactly. None of you guys can hate on me and my trades. <laughs> could have got I could have had JT and still got squashed like a bug. And you guys hated on it. That was crazy. They yeah. they they petitioned on me, bro. Dang. They petitioned on me, bro. Uh, yeah, like, I heard you almost got kicked chat. out of being commissioner in your first in the bro, first year. Crazy. <laughs> they were like, nah, bro, you ain't doing that. You ain't doing that. They're like, that's Dang. fishy. <laughs> CEH for for Jonathan Taylor? Hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah. I'm like, damn. Haters. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know how I feel about the number 11. Um, I mean, yeah, I get Justin Jefferson in the second round, which is pretty cool. I mean, he's a top he's a top three fantasy pick this year. So, I mean, I'm getting him at – I'm getting good quality there. Uh, it's just I, I can't wait to do a couple of mock drafts because I've never I don't think I've ever done one at eleven. I've I'm usually at the top of the board, so maybe this league is, this league is just bad luck for me and I'm gonna be at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars fans try to trade uh, fifth for eleventh. Fifth for eleventh, you say? That's what he's trying. That's what he said. Truth, truth. Want to like, trade? I'm fifth. That's what he's saying. Fifth my for eleventh. Is Pete? I would. Are we talking about just the first round swaps? Or are we talking? Uh, we gotta. We're gonna have to send me a text message on the side. We'll go over the details and <clears throat> close the door behind you when you step into my office. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll we'll make something happen. Oh, that's what, that's what he wants. He wants a fourth rounder in return. Nah, I, I, there's too much. There's, there's, yeah, that's just too. In the first round, you're still getting good quality players, man. You still uh, well, not not necessarily. Again, we got the the keepers, so it really depends on who's being kept in these first couple rounds. So that's fine. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm, there's no way you want to give up a fourth round pick, and that's that's all doing too much. That's a, you always want to keep you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'll take my I'll take my chances. <laughs> I'll give you a, I'll give you a sixteenth rounder. Be, being being number one man is uh a little crazy. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Who are you talking about? You talking about is that my is that my one? son Charlie? He said little ass office. Uh, is there a deadline to d- decide on keepers to make mock drafts and whatnot? Or nah, man, I'm not like Paul rushing rushing your decision. You could have it by draft day. That's fine. Just make sure when you pull up to the draft, you know what I'm saying, you let us know. Let Ryan know. Let me know. Say, hey, right before we start drafting, we need to know. So <laughs> if, if you could have it before then, we would appreciate it. But, yeah. No wonder they wanted a new commission, man. This guy's soft. Pollard in the eighth. I am, man. I'm lazy. <laughs> soft. I'm lazy. Drug test for the... For that comment, truth. <laughs> Drug test. Jesus. How you feeling? How you feeling, guys? You guys are you guys excited? Yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's gonna be good. It's good, man. I think everybody I think everybody'd probably be happy with their pick. Everybody's looking somewhere else. I think with the with the keepers, you know, like I said, especially with being able to take whoever you want in in any round. Yeah, this uh <clears throat> It, it it throws a big wrench in everything, but yeah. uh, but for the following year, uh, you know when you're not keeping the first three picks, right? 
the first the first three rounds. Yeah. So just think about it like for next year, man. So you just kind of look at it like once you get to that fourth round, man, you you want to start thinking about keepers also. Yeah. So that's just a you know, heads up, heads up uh to everybody out there about that. I was just letting everybody test the waters this this season, get their feet wet. I mean, we got a bunch of new to the keeper league situation. So hey man, take it. You mean pick. the holdovers? The holdovers. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So yeah, the, the guys get they get used to it pretty quick. Like I'm looking at the keepers list for the other league that we're in, and most of the keepers are like round five, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way up to sixteen. Like, yeah. like there's only like one keeper that's in the third round. You got, and that's, well, that's the lowest. You you got to think about it though, Ryan. We we've all been doing the keepers now for the since what 2020 you said right. So the past three years. So we're already in that strategy mind of like. Let me find something of value later in the round so I can, like, still draft good players in the rounds one through five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep Because, like, keeping somebody, like, rounds one, two, and three, like, that's – it doesn't really help you. I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's all fun and, and things because you get to keep, like, a Patrick Mahomes and a Travis Kelsey. Well, probably not in this league, but, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm ready to whip Paul in every game we play. <laughs> what what, what did you do to everybody, Paul? Like you came into just, my league and he just, everybody he just not like you know him. he just he just sees, he just see, sees a bigger Raider fan in him and just you know he just wants to. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, mean, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> you talk said, to Poppy Pillo like that, man. You got to be able to, you better bring it. So <laughs> Jaguars fan said, "I'm I'm with Charlie beating True two times is my mission." <laughs> man, I can't wait to wipe these guys clean easily. Easily, you better hope I don't play you guys in the beginning of the season because I I'm always hot in the beginning of the season. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's my M. That's my M. That is your M. O. Start <laughs> off on fire and then trail off. And, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll be like I'll be like seven. I'll be like seven and one and end the end the year fucking eight and eight and whatever. Miss the playoffs. Yeah, my M. O. I always start off five hundred. Like I always look up and I'm four and four. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm not just beating him. I'm whooping him. Uh, easy there, holdover. Pause. Pause. Oh, no, that was Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's crazy. Too bad. Too bad you fall at the end. Demo, man. Every I've been, every year. I don't know what it is. I, you know what it is? I know what it is. I'm not trading Ryan no more. Every time. Every you can't blame time. every year on me. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan always. Man, he makes me an offer I can't refuse, man. I was going to get – Damn, Pierce was on fire when I got him. I was like, dude, 20 points? And and Devontae Adams was giving like 20, 25? I was like – That was like 45 points, 50 points between two guys. And then I don't know what it was. He read something says, hey, trade him now. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I get him and he just <laughs> – just trash, man. I'm like, I'm gonna get Damian Pierce, 13 round value. He's gonna be a top. He's gonna be a top uh, running back. You know, probably goes in the first one or two, maybe even the third round. It's garbage. Yeah. yeah. Try, you guys want try. my point of view on it? <laughs> I was I was looking at my roster, thinking, man, I just lost Brees Hall to an ACL injury, and my top running backs were <laughs> Pierce and Etn at the time. And and before that was before Ken Walker broke out. So like, I saw CMC and I was like, well, I mean, I got Devonte Devonte who's elite, and I had Cooper Cup still at the time. 
So I was like, I could get rid of one of my receivers and a and a good rookie running back to go after CMC. That's how I played it. I didn't. I just didn't know Pierce was gonna fall off like that, man. But uh, uh I mean, Harry has intent to make that just because it's the Texans, and I was like, man, I was like, the only thing about it is the Texans scared me. But when I when you keep looking at his stats and what he was doing, even on that team, it's just. I don't know. Did he run out of juice? And, and and the thing about it is, the Texans are always falling behind. And when you fall behind, there's no run game there. But uh, they were just I sticking in their games. Good. I think he's going to be good again this season, though. Um, what I had read is that he was like one of the worst running backs in pass protection in the NFL. Like like out of 130 backs, he was like 129. Yikes! And so, but. The one thing to remember about running backs, like especially as rookies, they're usually bad. They're bad blockers in the rookie season, um, but they tend to get better as they, you know, progress. So, you know, with the way Pierce ran last season, and there's a good chance he'll probably be a better blocker this next season. I, I think he's actually like good value. I know we talked about it last time, but I think he's going to be good again, personally. Yeah, depending on where you get him. Uh, where's he projected? Like fifth round. Yeah, round. I think he's like in the four or five range. Yeah, did, I think that's fair. Like, did, who like else did they pick up? Like, Didn't they pick up somebody else in in Houston? They got Singletary from Buffalo. I, I think that might also help because I think he was getting the bulk load, man, and he wasn't getting mm-hmm. you know the rest that he needed. And you know he's one of those explosive backs where you know you sit him out a uh, you know a couple uh, couple plays, comes in fresh, and he's yeah. the guy that can take it to the house. Oh yeah, so, yeah. He's so super explosive. when he's out there on the field every time and. Like you said, he wasn't really wasn't really a blocking back, and he's still out there, you know, doing his thing. Get that guy a breather. Maybe maybe you're right, but I don't know, man. I, if I see Damian Pierce, you know, <laughs> not to, I, not I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way with, with drafting Miles Sanders, man. I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. I mean. They taking bets on, on you missing the playoffs? <laughs> is, is that what they're doing over there? That's what they're doing. That's crazy. So what's gonna be what's gonna be the strategy for you coming into a brand new league, Mr. Paul? Oh, you know, I'm just gonna dethrone Ryan and you know, just take my crown right there and you know sit at you know at the top where I where I will be. Um and then you know just just walk through the, just walk through all these, you know, these new guys in the league. Piece of cake, man. Charlie, I, the guy traded away half his t- team at the end, at the end of the season. He doesn't know what he's doing. So you know, I'm coming into a good Ooh, league. I'm coming into yeah. a good league. So it'll be all right. You know, that's the only thing that hurts me as being his sensei, as I taught him the ropes, taught him everything he knows about fantasy football. And then when he made that trade, bro, I was like, "What are you doing?" And licking my chops when I see that on the schedule. It worked for a minute until it didn't work, and it lost him the championship. I already knew too. I said he shouldn't do it. Pushed me and pushed me. He wanted it done, so I was like, "All right." Same thing with Derek. He wanted that trade with Ryan. They wanted it done, so I got it done. Damn, he got he got Mulvaney too, huh? Damn, everybody's getting that. <laughs> I didn't think that one was that bad. Man. <laughs> oh yeah, when it's snowing, is that the is that the uh, the Diggs I trade? Sent, I sent uh, uh, I sent Ramondre Stevenson that. and Jeff Wilson for Jamar Chase. Okay. Now and so the thing was, it wasn't Ryan pushing for it. It was the it was Derek. Derek was pushing for this, and then it gets done because he really wanted it done so bad. He, it's like, all right, 
made it happen. Next thing you know, at we started getting all types types of text messages. Oh my god, Ramon Stevens, I can't believe this. These points, this point system sucks. Like it was like, I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? I was like, if you would have never made that trade, hey, but I can't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> at the end of the day, right. you guys are grown men, you make your own trades. Gotta figure it out. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, sent a lot of, I sent a lot of running backs away, man. I was starting freaking Zach Moss in my RB2 slot. <laughs> Yikes. Zach Moss? <laughs> Woof. <laughs> hey, Billy, want to bet 100 dra- Jags beat the 49ers? I will bet you the 49ers win on $100. You can shake my hand on that. We good to go. That's it. That's an easy That's an easy bet. Where are, they, where are they playing at, man? Jacksonville? Mm, that's a good or, question. Or it doesn't matter where they play. It really don't matter. The 49ers oh, got win. That. That's that's the answer I was looking for, man. You gotta be. I, I really don't care where they play at. 49ers are gonna win. But all right, so real quick. Um I'll see they put they're playing in Jacksonville, so we're gonna smoke them out there in Florida. Uh <clears throat> damn, I forgot what I was gonna say right now. We were I was gonna talk about something about the league. Uh 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 shit. I forgot what I was gonna say about the league right now. Um, 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 all right. Well, forget it. We'll, we'll come back to it when I, when, when I figure it out. Um, yeah. So next up, I, I know that we got a couple of things that we want to do. Oh, it was rules for the league, man. Besides the veto, besides, um, I want to talk about having an extra flex. I'm going to throw this out there. We could vote on it, um, at draft time. Cause not everybody's here, but. Having an extra flex this season, I know that we're doing it for Fantasy Family, and I really like that idea. I think it's something that we should probably bring uh, bring to this to this league as well. So, what do you guys think? What are your guys' thoughts on it? Uh, I liked it. Me and Ryan were in another league that I I was like a a, a fill you out type of league, you know, to kind of test the waters with that extra flex. I really liked it uh, because it. I mean, you. Uh, there's always a guy on your bench. You're like kind of question. You you want to start, and then you're like, ah, do I? Which one do I start? And then it's always the one that you don't start. Or sometimes, you know, now you have that option to play both those guys, depending on how you draft. And it makes and that also helps with the draft because now you're you're drafting in in uh, for something a little bit deeper. So instead of that one flex, and then you're like, ah, okay, I want to just go around, maybe back up my quarterback here, or you know, whatever. But it really it really kind of has you digging deep and doing your homework. I'm trying to find that extra guy that you can find find a, as a steal to give you at least decent amount of points to help your team win every week. Yeah, yeah. I'll second that. It um, it will really change. It changes your bench strategy. Um, I mean, it, it depends on how you play. Like, if you like to stash a lot of players, you've, I mean, maybe it doesn't work out as good. But um, like Paul said, usually you'll have like one or two guys on your bench that you're kind of like mulling over like, ah, should I play this guy? Well, when you have two flex, like you got to play one of them. And so what's fun about it is you end up starting these guys that you would never play otherwise. Like, like I think <laughs> I had a lineup. I sustained so many injuries in that league with Paul. I had, I was starting two tight ends and it was like Greg Dulcich and like another, you know, bust tight end because I literally, I didn't have anybody at the time. Um, but it's just kind of fun. Like you'll end up playing guys that you didn't, you didn't think you would play. Um, but it does change your strategy. You just got to think about like, 
you know, who's on your bench and if they're going to be good enough to get you any points. You want to know something, Charlie? He actually didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> missed it by missed it by a couple points, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he ain't make the playoffs, but yeah, no, that's something I want to do. I want to bring over here, um, and also, obviously, I know that they're doing the field goals different. So, field goal points. Want to say after fifty yards, it'll. It'll be 50.1, and things like that. I know that it's going to be – I want to say it was going to be built into ESPN. But if it's not, I definitely want to do that as well. Only 50 yarders and, and, and more. So we'll get those extra couple of, um, like, points. So it's going to – Things are going to be switching up a little bit here. And I already switched the league. There's not going to be the East and West uh, caca. Um, oh, seven playoff spots. That's what I wanted to do, too. Mm. Want to do seven playoff spots. I don't. How do you guys feel about that? You know me, man. That's the same as my league. I'm, I'm for it. I like the seven spots. It's kind of, it's kind of fun because I don't like – what I really like about it is um, I hate those – those two teams that get buys, man, it should should be the number one guy only. You get, I mean, we strive to be. If you're the number one team in the league, you should be the only guy to get the buy uh, for the playoffs. Everybody else got to fight it out, man. I've always I've always liked that. Um, the second seed, maybe you know, squeaks in there. But if you're the number one team, you deserve the only buy uh, in the playoffs. Damn seven, that's like giving truth a participation trophy for making it. Man, these guys <laughs> says, says a lot. Says a lot. Says a lot for a guy who didn't know who the keeper was. So, yeah, I didn't have to come on the pod and teach him what a keeper was. So, I mean, I, I like, I like where it's going. If, hey, this you want this me, has to be like a record or something, man. We only have five viewers, and you're getting rolled by all five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, man, I like that. Is oh, crazy. Man. Just put the target on my back, man. I like the heat. Pretty good. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, what's wrong with the turtles, though, man? My boy is hating on the turtles, though, what's man. What's wrong with the turtles? That's crazy. At 40, though? Yeah. Stop 40. it. Stop it. <laughs> Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> oh, shit. He not getting that high. He losing two times to me for sure. <laughs> they rolling on you, big dog. Oh man. oh man, don't worry. It sounds like I'm gonna make the playoffs easy in this league. Hey, so uh we doing cornhole. Are you gonna bring the cornhole? We gonna oh, do yeah, some cornhole man. at Charlie. Oh, yeah, man. Uh that way that these guys can pay for my league fees. So <laughs> I mean, unless they scared. I mean, I don't know if they probably oh, what's a cornhole? You guys want me to explain this too on the podcast? So we, <laughs> so that way I can teach you guys. But uh, I mean, hope that hopefully they bring my money so I get to play for this league for free. Uh, if you don't know how to play cornhole, just make sure you YouTube my video. At, hey, that's, uh, hey, that's something Charlie didn't win. I remember that he ended up <laughs> oh, losing. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I saw him hit the board once. That <laughs> was the yeah, first time man. playing or what? He he tried to get into your league. Remember playing the uh, cornhole? Remember, didn't, yeah, yeah, there were like a couple. There were like a couple guys in this chat that were in that tournament. Lost the big head. Mm. 
Yeah, man. Hey, my league, my league is a different breed, man. We've had the same guys, down here, the same guys for ten years, man. To get into that league, it's it's pretty rough. And the way he was throwing, the way he was throwing that bean bag, I was like, man, this guy's not. <laughs> this guy has no chance. <laughs> it's like trying to watch a brand new baby deer walk for the first time, man. You know, it's the same thing. <laughs> that guy, it was it was bad. <laughs> I don't know how to play either. Oh <laughs> gosh! Oh man! You don't know how to toss a bean bag into a hole. <laughs> Yo, man! <laughs> that's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, bro. That was that was funny, man. Uh, all right, man. Let's uh, Cobra. I know that you set this up, man. So y- you want to handle this this part? Yep. All right, so we're going to go into the next segment, get back to some fantasy football podcasting. Um, so what we're going to do, we're I'd say probably now, and I would say probably the next few pods, we're going to start doing some uh, player profile segments. Um, for this segment today, we're going to go through five separate segments of five different players. Um, we're going to start towards the top of the draft board. So we're going to go over guys like the big name guys like CMC, Justin Jefferson, those type of players. Um, The goal here, you know, is just for us to spend around five, maybe 10 minutes max on these guys. Won't spend too much time, Um, but just kind of to profile these players, talk about what we like, what we don't like, what we think they could possibly do for 2023 season. Um, And then when we finish this segment for each player, we'll cut it off so that way we can snip it and, you know, put it on YouTube for everybody to see. So should be good. Um, I'm going to start and finish it for us. So um, let's just go ahead and dive right into it. All right. So first player up is CMC Christian McCaffrey. So let me run through some stats real quick for you guys, and then let's talk about them. So Christian McCaffrey, average ADP in standard leagues is number two, right behind Justin Jefferson. And half point PPR, he is ranked number one. And in full PPR, ranked number one. And then that also goes the same for running back position also. Um, last season averaged 18 and a half, uh, points per game. That's half point PPR 2023 projections. So this is from fantasy pros, just kind of like an aggregate of what we're projecting from CMC for 2023, um, in the neighborhood of a thousand rushing yards, seven TDs on the ground, looking at possibly 74 receptions through the air, 632 receiving yards with four touchdowns. So we're looking at around 11, 12 touchdowns. Uh, for a projected total of 268.3 half PPR fantasy points. So, CMC, how are you guys feeling about CMC? Let's start with you, Billy. CMC, man, obviously, 49er. But before he was a 49er, Carolina Panther, there's no doubt about this 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 kid. He was he one of the best uh, premier running backs in the league. Yeah, he's had a couple of injuries, but he's been able to fight back. He's been able to... Um, Put up points on the board. He's in a system that works for him. Um, he can catch passes out the backfield. He can do. He can pretty much do it all. And then you know he doesn't have to. At least in the 49ers offense, the big difference is he doesn't have to be the bell cow um, and injure himself more. So being ranked number one for half point PPR and full point PPR, I mean that's. It's a no-brainer. Um, I see him getting more than 260, uh, 68 points. I probably see him around like 280, 290, closer to three. Um, 
and that's just based off of getting some pass catches and just the schemes that the 49ers decide to run. They are a run heavy team and this is what they do. I feel like I feel like CMC obviously is either going to be somebody's keeper or he's going number 1 in in the draft like that's that's pretty much it. So, quick question. So, you kind of touched on the fact that he's probably going to end up sharing the backfield with Elijah Mitchell. Um does that you know, sharing that backfield so it doesn't turn you off of, of taking him potentially number one overall, right? You think it, he could be more efficient with the Niners? No? Okay. Yeah, I don't. Um, it's not, so you got to think about this too. Elijah Mitchell, great kid, solid running back. He was the starting running back for the 49ers, injury prone. Like, and he was sharing the backfield with Jeff Wilson, and Jeff Wilson ended up taking over, and Jeff Wilson looked like a far better running back than Elijah Mitchell. So for him to share the running the the backfield with CMC, like it's kind of like the two different brackets there, man. Elijah Mitchell is good, but he's not CMC good, and I don't think he's going to be able to last all season without getting injured. I, I feel like CMC will be able to. All right, Paul, how are you feeling? Um. When I look at the whole thing with Elijah Mitchell last season with him, there was a couple of games where he took – we had more carries than than CMC. My thing is his timeline, yeah, he does get hurt, but when does he get hurt? Does he get hurt towards the beginning of the season and then he comes back towards the end and he takes away from your CMC, your playoff your playoff CMC? Or is it – or is he out the whole season? So you don't know. But when he's in there, he does take uh, he does take away from the production of CMC. So that's that's the only thing, you know, you kind of worry about because, you know, him taking away one or two touchdowns, maybe a goal line touchdown. I mean, that's fancy points. You think CMC is going to be the guy that's going to take the ball every single time, which is not the case. If I think if he's healthy, if he's I mean, if if Elijah Mitchell's Mitchell's out, no, Brenner, this guy's this guy's going to be in the 300s in points easily in my eyes. So it all depends for me. Timely matter of when CMC or when um, Elijah Mitchell does get hurt, because. He is injury prone. So big like I said, ah, man, if he if he's healthy during your playoff run and you really need those wins and he's cutting into you, man, like ah, I mean, you've seen it. I've seen it where he's only had like nine points. And Elijah Mitchell had the, you know, the two touchdown game with a hundred yards. So Yeah. I'm gonna kind of piggyback piggyback off of both of what you guys said. So um I this is just my opinion, but I think we would be foolish not to factor in Elijah Mitchell. Um, he's definitely a factor when it when it comes to production from CMC. I don't like. I don't think we're gonna see the same Christian McCaffrey that we saw like with the Panthers from a couple of years ago, where he was you know like the only back in that backfield. You know, looking at 20, 25, 30 touches. I, I think those days are gone. Um, but it doesn't. So you know, while that's not good, I still think CMC is worth the first overall pick just because of how efficient the 49ers offense is, I actually think that he can still, you know, give you excellent fantasy numbers, 20 points per game or more, uh, just based off of efficiency, you know, higher yards per touch, um, better opportunities, better in the red zone, all all of those type of things. Um, Just looking at a graph of uh, his fantasy production when he got to 49ers. So his last week in Carolina was week six, got traded, um, right after that, week seven, he did play, but it was on limited snaps, so he only put up 7.2 half PPR points. 
Um, and then immediately after that, exploded in week eight for 36 points where he had the, the what is it, the triple crown, or he had a, a rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown, and a passing touchdown. Um, so long story short, when Elijah Mitchell was out, CMC was was dynamite. He was going to get you over 20 points. When Elijah Mitchell was in, the production was a little bit more volatile, and there was a chance that he would go you know, sub-projection and be under 20 points. All, all that to say... I think CMC from a running back standpoint still has like one of the highest ceilings in fantasy football period. Probably the only other person next highest would be like Austin Eckler or like a Derrick Henry. Um, I think the floor is a little bit more volatile, but even with that, with the 49ers offense, I still think CMC is worth the first overall pick. See, and CMC was injured last season, correct? Like he didn't, he yeah, did go down, he, he did suffer injury. So you got to remember this too. 49ers trade for him, what, uh, halfway through the season? Then when they got Elijah Mitchell back, it was more of them. It was more of the 49ers trying to keep CMC healthy for the playoffs. I mean, obviously coaches and everybody, they're not thinking about fantasy football and whatever points these these players are going to get. But that at towards the end of that season, it was more about keeping CMC healthy than allowing him to be out there and get as many touches as possible and then getting him like letting him get hurt and us not and the 49ers not making a deep playoff run which is what they wanted to do and so one last thing i want to add yeah, you, you guys are hitting a spot on one last thing we take a look at the schedule so looks like week 16 or 15 16 17 which are going to be your common playoff weeks this is something we got to do we got to look ahead um, you got Seattle Seahawks, Arizona Cardinals, and then the Baltimore Ravens in week 17. Um, to me, I, my first glance, uh, those defenses don't really scare me. So I actually think it makes it even bigger case to take CMC first overall. <laughs> so, so, all right. You guys got anything else for Chris McCaffrey? Anything else to say? Uh, if, no. if, if, if you have a chance to keep him, keep him because he's going early. That's, right, come on, man. You act like you act like he's gonna pass up on Christian McCaffrey, man. Stop it. You guys Stop don't you know nothing it. about me. Stop All right, it. I gotta end this segment. All right, everybody. So that does it for <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's profile. His Catch favorite us on the next son, huh? We're gonna be going over there in about one minute. All right. So hopefully I gave us enough time for a cut there. So we'll cut this part out and let's get pull up the list. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta change the banner. Let's go. There we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Next up, number two on the list is Justin Jefferson for our player profile. So let's run through some stats real quick, and then we're going to talk about Justin Jefferson, what we like, what we don't like, all the things in between. Here we go. So stand ADP standard leagues, uh, we're looking at number one overall. So this is just an aggregate or like an average. So that could be anywhere from like one to two in standard uh, half point PPR. He is ranked number one and a full PPR definitely ranked number one. And like I said, those are all averages. He's not going number one in all leagues, but kind of most of the time he leans number one. Um, looking at scoring. Average 17.9 half PPR points last year, which is fantastic. And, um, and then 2023 projections. So we are looking at 112 receptions, 1,532 yards, eight touchdowns, um, with a total of 262 half PPR fantasy points. Like I said, that's just a projection. Um, 
let's start with you, Paul. How do you feel about Justin Jefferson? <laughs> How do I feel in the second round? Oh, I love it, man. Um, I think his – I mean, ever since this guy's joined the league, man, we've seen his just get better and better and better. I think the touchdowns are going to go up this season. I know he t- – um, I mean, he's this guy, you know, this guy's capable of getting easily double-digit touchdowns. Um, he's just that good. The route running is one hand, uh, special catch ability. I mean, you, the guy is just amazing. And every, like you said, every league that I do a mock draft in, like sometimes I had to reset because I know I'm getting him at the number three pick in my draft. So uh, he's been going number one, man. I mean, and I mean, the numbers prove, you know, he's, he's giving you number, uh, number one overall player numbers. Uh, I feel like it's one of the safer picks as an, at a number one, because, um, receivers, and I don't want I don't want to jinx them, and you know, with injuries and all that, you know, knock on wood. But um, there's a lot of like, like the Jonathan Taylor, like that that thing that one hurt me last Did season. You call him know. that thing? That's crazy. You they call him that, that thing? I'm just saying, man. <laughs> oh my god, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, man. <sighs> Yo, he just rubbed me the wrong way. With, you know. <laughs> And, you know, I feel like Justin Jefferson is one of those safe picks if you have the number one pick in the draft for me. He's going to get you the points. The guy is young. Uh, he's getting better every every single season. And, yeah, I, I I think the numbers here, I think he's easily a 300-point fantasy player uh, for next season. You know what? Justin Jefferson went right before me last season in the draft because I think I know it. Uh, one of them team, I forgot what team he was on. Oh, he was on Vic's team. He That's who got – that's who drafted him. Um, and that's why I did not like the, uh, the draft position I was in because on the way back, he caught me twice and he got like two of the players that I wanted. And it was just like, damn, so play me, but Justin Jefferson, I feel like he is the number one wide receiver in this league in the NFL. There's nobody better. And I feel like he makes, what's the quarterback name? Kurt, Kirk, Captain Kirk. Whatever, Kirk something. Kirk whatever. Cousins. His his name really don't matter because he's that much of a bum to me. <laughs> I feel like Justin Jefferson makes <laughs> Kirk that much better, bro. Like it, it's usually the other way around. But if you see Justin Jefferson and how he hits hits his routes, he's so fast. Get you know what I'm saying? He's getting around the defenders easily. The catches that he makes, he's just wide open. Like it's it's too easy for you know what I'm saying for Kirk Cousins. Like, how do you not hit this wide open target or this moving this fast moving target? Yeah, you got to have a you know a somewhat accurate arm. But I feel like with without Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins would not have done as well. And I feel like if you put another quarterback in there, um, Justin Jefferson's still gonna give you at least 15 points, 15 to 18 points, even with the backup quarterback. So me just saying that, man, Justin Jefferson's worth a, a number one pick, number two pick, number three pick, what, whatever. A keeper, obviously, if you have the chance at keeping him, um, he's he's just that good. He's a phenom in the league. I don't, there's nobody better. All right. Yeah, um, I agree mostly with what you guys said. Um, I would say, I mean, he's got to have like one of the highest potential like fantasy outcomes in all of fantasy. He's a guy that is 
you know, out there, you know, publicly trying to go for 2000 scrimmage yards, 2000 receiving yards on a season. I mean, that's definitely like a player you want to have on your team. Right. So um, I would say my only gripe with Justin Jefferson is I think he was a little bit more inconsistent than we realized. Um, I didn't have him on any of my teams last year, so I don't know like firsthand, but just kind of looking at the graph um, out of the 18 weeks he played, of course, there was a bye week in there. Um, so 17 weeks, nine of those 17 weeks, he was actually above projection. So it was kind of like half, like a little more than half the time he was getting over his projection. Um, but of course, like when he would go over projection, you would get somewhere around like 25 points, 30 something points. Like he would, those are like week winning, like week winning type, you know, performances. So um, it's unquestioned. Like I, I think he's absolutely like top two. Um, definitely can be considered a top one type player taking first overall. I would not blink an eye at anybody that takes Justin Jefferson first overall. Um, the biggest thing, like the biggest check mark for myself is just the offense, man. He's on an elite offense. He has a good quarterback um, that is able to get him the ball and, you know, wherever on the field. Um, and then also too, I think the receiving corpse is going to be um, up, upgraded this season with Addison. Um, so it might actually end up working out better for Jefferson. So um, I agree with you guys. I, I think he's got, you know, all the Golf. game. He's still young. Um, he's well worth a top two pick easily. So that's all I got. You guys got anything else for Justin Jefferson? Um, he's also got Hawkinson out there. He's going to open it up for him too, yeah, man. That's just, yeah, yeah, that's just, that's my just keep, crazy. My keeper. My oh, keeper. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you heard it here first. I, I already told you, bro. If I got him top yeah. one through yeah. four. Hey, what, uh, what, what round do you keep him in? Eight. That's a, yeah, that's the same thing my dad got in my, like, my yeah. league, I think. So, that's yeah, pretty I, good value. Yeah, that's really good value, man. I, I honestly think he's he's going to be up there with Kelsey next season, man. All right, I guys. Agree. So let's, We're going to go ahead and wrap up this Justin Jefferson profile. Like I said, we all pretty much agree he's well worth a top two pick. So if, if you're debating it, if you're watching this video, thinking, should I take Justin Jefferson? Should I take CMC? Eh, I really think you can't go wrong with either one of those guys. So, you know, you'll be all right. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, right. man. Well, that's it. See you guys on the next profile. Do we get it? You, you know you oh, ain't got to count. You know I can just chop and screw it real quick. I'm just saying. Just saying, buddy. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So I know this is probably weird if you're watching the stream with us, but we're doing segments. So third player on the list is Austin Eckler. So if you're watching this on YouTube, welcome in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and do all that kind of stuff. Um, player profile, Austin Eckler. Let's talk about him a little bit, run through some stats, some ADP stuff, and then we're gonna do a round table. So uh, ADP first in standard leagues, Austin Eckler is hovering around number four off the board and half point PPR is around number five and then full point PPR is at number seven, which I was thinking about like kind of doesn't make sense of him being probably the best receiving running back in the NFL, but I guess in full PPR, you get receivers that get pushed up the board a lot. Um, going through some points. So he averaged 18.8 half PPR points per game last season, which is number one. Actually, it was the number one running back in all of fantasy and half-point PPR. Uh, 2023 projection from Fantasy Pros, we're looking at 860 rushing yards, 9.6 rushing touchdowns, so more likely you might get 10. Um, 596 receiving yards, 
uh, four receiving touchdowns uh, for a grand total of 261.8 half point PPR fantasy points. So like I said, that's a projection. Um, we're projecting him to be probably like the RB2, RB3, that range behind Christian McCaffrey. So, uh, Billy, let's start with you, man. How, so you had Austin Eckler on your team last season. How are you feeling about him for 2023? You know what? You know, to to Mr. Jaguars fan's point, Austin Eckler did one out. He asked for a trade. Nobody wanted him. But that comes to him being older. You we, we say it a lot on this podcast. The older running backs, you know, mileage happens. Um, and when we say older, 29, 28, 30, like those those are dinosaurs in, in running back years. And he's getting up there. But and, – and you see what, what I got him named as, Mini Hulk. And I say that because this guy is a 5'9". 510 beast on, on the on the weights. This guy is humongous and you know he stays in, in, in shape. Quick as hell. I'll, he may have lost like a step and you can barely tell, but he still gets it done, man. He's still one of the premier pass catchers um in the league. And not just as a running back, just in the league, period. I mean, that is Justin Herbert's savior. Little dump passes here and there. Does what he has to do. Um, he actually gets to split carries this this season instead of being the bell cow. Um, so when you think of that, you got to see what he did with Melvin Gordon and how he was really, really a big part of that offense with Melvin Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Splitting carries, doing what he had to do. Yeah, Melvin Gordon was still the bell cow, you know, did everything, but when Austin Eckler was in there, he was breaking 80 yards. He was doing all that. He hasn't been able to do that because he's spending more energy and trying to, you know, save himself for four quarters of the game, especially being an older an older running back. So just to say all that, man, I feel like he's still a top five, top five pick in the draft, no matter what. Um even though he's older and all that, you would st- you would be crazy to pass him up. If you have him, if you're fourth, fifth, and somehow he slips to sixth, if you're not grabbing Austin Eckler at that between those uh, those picks, you should not be playing fantasy football. If you're letting Austin Eckler slip through your fingers, hang it up, give your money back. You know what I'm saying? Like get get the hell out of fantasy football because you don't know what you're doing. Austin Eckler is still is still that good. Um, and yeah, I feel like he's gonna ball out this season, man. He always does. He does what he has to do, man. All right, go ahead, Paul. If you want to talk about one of the more consistent running backs in fantasy football, this is your guy. I mean, I don't see, I don't. You wouldn't be wrong even if you take him over Justin Jefferson. I think in some leagues, because he's that consistent. And I think um, Billy was just talking about it. I, And that's, I mean, even last season, he, you know, look at him. He had a hundred catches. He had a hundred. I understand that the receivers were the receivers were all banged up, but but a hundred catches for a running back. This guy is still doing it. They they find if they find a guy if they find a guy to give him a couple of you know a breather or two here, this guy's gonna give you uh, top three fantasy points regardless. Um, 
His, he's got an insane workout. This guy's going to, he's, you know, he's going to come into the uh, next season in shape and bulked up and muscles on muscles. So, I mean, uh, he doesn't really get hurt. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah, we, we know that. But this guy's consistent every season. He's, he, you know, he's going to give you your points. I don't see anything wrong with drafting him, uh, even as number two. Um, yeah, got Austin Eckler for sure, man. Solid second pick. They are relentless on you tonight, Paul. <laughs> I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, My fault. They got dial up. I'll keep going. So um, Austin Eckler def- definitely was one of the more consistent running backs looking at it. Uh, nine games over projection out of 17 weeks. Um, you can't argue with that, really. I mean, the guy, uh, if I just, I think if you're in any kind of PPR league, half point, full PPR, he's a smash pick. Um, probably in full PPR, I man, you can make a case that I know it's popular to go receivers, but when you're getting over 100 receptions as a running back, um, that's hard to pass up. So yeah, I you know the trade thing, I I get it. So like I had Eckler down on my rankings early because of the trade demand. Um, but now that they've resolved it, he's got a contract. I, you know, I kind of wonder, like, is there bad blood there? I kind of lean towards the side that there probably isn't, that they'll just be professionals. Um, Eckler seems like the kind of guy to be professional and to go out and to do his job. Um, so I fully expect him to have another really good year. Um, I don't know if he'll get over, you know, the 320 fantasy points he had last season, but wouldn't surprise me if he gets close to it. Um, probably will catch 90 to 100 balls again. So um, just a smash pick. You got a top three, top four pick, and he's there. I, I think you could, you know, definitely you would do well to start your team with Austin Eckler. Um, and then also, too, um, he's one of the better players. You know, even when he gets hurt, he he tends to heal up pretty quick, and he's able to come back, and he's just a tough guy. So I, I like I like Austin a lot. I think it'd be a great pick. So, all right, anything else you guys want to add for Austin Eckler before we move on? Oh, man. That's it. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to move on to the next player. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and like, subscribe, check us out. We've got other player profiles coming, and we'll see you on the next one. All right. So you got the next, Jamar Chase. So, all right. Now we're going to talk about Jamar Chase. So, number four on our list for player profiles today. Um, let's go over some stats, ADPs, and all that kind of stuff. So, ADP first, Jamar Chase in standard leagues is hovering around the number three spot. In half-point PPR, he's actually hovering around number two. And then in full PPR, also in the number two spot. So definitely, of course, being a receiver in PPR, you see a huge uptick in the drafts for Jamar Chase. Uh, For points last season, he averaged 16.6 half PPR points. And for 2023 projection, we're looking at 106 receptions. Just under 1,400 receiving yards, uh, 10 touchdowns for a grand total of 254.1 half-point PPR fantasy points. So pretty good from a receiver, not you know at least from a projection standpoint, not too far off of Justin Jefferson. So, uh, Paul, let's start with you, man. Jamar Chase, did, I think you had Jamar Chase on your roster last season, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, I made a good trade with my buddy, uh, Mr. Ant Royster. Uh, he, you know, he helped me out in the beginning of the season. And that's the thing. The only, the only knock I got on this guy, man, is his the injury bug with him, man. You know, he's been injured the last two seasons. 
But man, if this if he can somehow stay healthy, man, this guy is gonna he's right there. I think he's right up there with with Justin Jefferson, man. I think he can be neck and neck with with uh with his stats. I mean, he's he's got he's got a very good quarterback. He's got a way better quarterback than uh than Justin Jefferson, I think, in my eyes. Um I I mean you just the guy's just got to stay healthy, man. Look at the catches he makes. When you watch a Bengals game on a Monday night, man, the catches that he makes are just incredible, man. His route running is, uh, you know, just as good. I mean, it's not bad. I think I think Justin Jefferson is still the better route runner, but this guy, man, he he finds his way. He'll he'll make those those hey, just throw it up and I'm coming down with it type of type of plays. His health, man. Um, I like him at the number four pick. I kind of like where we're going with these these first four picks. I kind of like it. Um, I think right after Austin Eckler, I think that's this is where he goes. I think um, he can give you that. He, if he stays healthy, he's going to be right there with Justin Jefferson hovering around like a 300-point fantasy league, a fantasy year. So I like I like him at four. Lonzi stays healthy. He'll be all right. You know, he's with his, his LSU brother, you know what I'm saying, out there in Cincy. They, this is... This is what uh, the QB wanted. Um, Jamar Chase, is if he can stay healthy, especially with in that offense, I mean, besides minus the running back, I mean, you know, Mixon is, you know, hit or miss sometimes, hot and cold. But that receiving core is A1. You got, you got T. Higgins over there, bro. Like, T. Higgins is – putting up some crazy numbers it's like with him and jamar chase it's kind of like what they got over there in miami but as long as jamar chase stays healthy like man the sky's the 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 limit for him i feel like i feel like chase could be the number one receiver over everybody in the league as long as he stays healthy i mean joe you got joe cool over there just slinging the rock i mean he all you got to do is just that and it's in in Jamar Chase's hand. Like it, they their connection is is beautiful. I love watching them play football together. Um, uh, this would be another one if you don't grab him and you let him slip. Like, bro, just get just stop playing fantasy football because you have to like really think about this. This dude is top tier as far as receivers goes, man, it's Justin Jefferson at one a and Jamar chase one B like, I would, like, I wouldn't be mad if I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't be mad if you chose Jamar chase over Justin Jefferson, just based off a of QB play. I mean, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into things. And if you chose Jamar chase and your thing was a, I just like how the quarterback plays over here. And since he compared to Minnesota, Hey, that's fine. That's, perfectly okay because obviously jamar chase is going to get the ball he's he's like he's like the the newer school obj i mean he does not not as flashy of the catches but i mean they're pretty flashy in itself you know what i'm saying he's gonna go up there one hand some he can do whatever he's he's gonna moss he's gonna moss a db like you know i'm saying and they're playing in the afc one of the harder conferences you know i'm saying i mean nfc is it hasn't been as good recent, like in the past five years. AFC is up there, but for Jamar Chase to still handle business the way he does, man, I feel like yeah, top top five pick, easy. I just kind of looking at my league. I've been talking to people, you know, we kind of like like uh, who they're selecting. If I kind of think he can fall to you at number six in my league, 
Uh, I think you have the six or seven. I got the six. So, I mean, talking about it, if he could fall to you at six in my league. And, yeah, no, no. And I'm going zero. I'm going zero. And I've already spoke. I already know what pretty much five. Every single one through five, five is. is it? That's what I'm one telling five, you. I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, I already he, know. One through five is done. You. Yeah, one through five is done. Like, Saquon <laughs> is gone. I can't get Saquon. I can't get nobody. Like, one through five is pretty much tied up. So, yeah, no, that's pretty much like. The zero running back thing. If I'm I'm pulling Jamar Chase, I'm happy. That's that's an easy win for you me. You get already. Jamar Chase at number six, man. That's a win right there. That's yeah, an easy that's win. A win. That, that's a win, man. Yeah, um, I guess I'll wrap this thing up. So, it, you guys both said the same thing, and I'm gonna say it for a third time. It, it's all <laughs> just based off of health. Like if he plays the full 17 weeks, I think Chase and probably. Cooper Cup are the only two other wide receivers, in my opinion, that could best Justin Jefferson in this upcoming season. Chase definitely has the talent. He has the quarterback play. Um, they have the offense, like, you know, uh, lining up opposite of T. Higgins. So you, you're not, you know, it's hard to hard to double coverage, you know, both those guys. It's just, it could work. So, yeah, Chase, in my rankings, I've had him around that three spot, four spot. I think that, you know, it's the perfect place to take him because of not – the floor is a little bit shaky, but man, the upside, if he hits and he's healthy, um, you're talking about a massive season. Like, like my personal projection, if he hits and plays all 17 weeks, I don't see why he couldn't go over 16, 1700 yards, 10 touchdowns, just a yeah, monster, like, like a Devonte Adams type season. Dude, he, he's too hard to guard, man. Like you got yeah. two defenders on him. He still comes down with the ball, man. Yep. Yeah. So I, I like, I like Jamar Chase a lot. Just there's all the intangibles are there. Elite receiving profile, elite offense, elite quarterback, everything that you want, and that kind of receiver. But, but so you, you also have to remember though that Joe Burrow actually like believes in Jamar Chase. So that's the other that's the other factor in that is that Joe Burrow knows that once he throws it up, he knows Jamar is going to come down with it. So that's that's another big thing. That's why a lot of uh, other quarterbacks, if they don't have that rapport with the receiver, and these receivers are really, really good, they're they're not they're still not getting the ball in a double uh, double coverage. Jamar Chase is regardless. It's that you know what I'm saying that rapport is there, and that's what they do. That's that's their mo. Spot on. All right, guys. So before we wrap this up, anything else to add? We're good. All right. So that's going to be it for Jamar Chase pro player profile. Uh, appreciate you guys watching, like, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. We appreciate you. Uh, and we'll see you on the next player profile. All right. Let's see. Last but certainly not least, we got yeah. the big man out of Kansas City. <laughs> all right. Welcome back, everybody. So player profile for Travis Kelsey. Um, yeah, big man out of Kansas City. So I figured the, fir the first four profiles, we do two running backs, two wide receivers. So let's do a tight end. Um, this one's probably going to be pretty easy, but let's talk oh, about that's... Travis Kelsey, the unquestioned tight end one in all of fantasy. Um, so looking at ADPs in standard overall. So standard overall, Kelsey's going around pick number five. Half point PPR, he's right around the pick six range. And in PPR, same thing, right around pick number six. Last year, averaged 15.4 half PPR fantasy points. And projections for this upcoming season, we're looking at somewhere around 103 receptions, 1,200 receiving yards, 
uh, slightly under 10 touchdowns for a total of 230 fantasy points. That is a haul, 230 fantasy points. So um, let's start off with you, Billy. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is a wide receiver, bro. That's that's first and foremost. He's a, a wide receiver in a tight end body that is doing things that not even Tony Gonzalez did back in the 90s, bro. Let's just say that. And, you know, it's crazy. Oh, shout out to Tony G. It's crazy that Kansas City has both that could say that they both that they rostered both of the greatest tight ends ever. The 90s, the 90s, Tony Gonzalez. And now you got Travis Kelsey, probably the number one tight end ever, ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, Jesus Christ, like this, this guy is just a monster. He's 30 something years old. He's playing at like a 25 year old level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's playing like he's 25, still moving. Nobody could take him down. Um, Patrick Mahomes security blanket, um, security safe, whatever you want to call him. Like this guy, it's just like the, this is what Austin, like if Austin Eckler was as big as Travis Kelsey, this is what he would be to Justin Herbert. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd be even greater. This is, it's crazy. It's crazy how good Travis Kelsey is. Have you ever, ever in the whole time you played fantasy football, drafted a tight end in the first round in the first five picks or even spoke about it has there ever been a tight end i think i drafted gronk at the back end of the first round one season but i regretted it he really wasn't that good <laughs> that's i mean that's that's my point because i mean you're not gonna you was nobody was drafting gronk top five mm-hmm. he was never in a top five conversation um, but with Kelsey, man, this guy is automatic, automatic 20 points. He's right there. He's going to give you three touchdowns. Like, man, like, like last season with the whole Kansas city thing, I really thought CEH at the beginning of the season was the, the red zone, the red zone target because the season prior, that's what was happening. But some happened where Travis Kelsey was just like, just give me the ball. Just give me the ball. Just give me the ball. And Look at what they did, man. They won another championship. Yeah. Agreed. Top five for sure. Top six. First round. I mean, I wouldn't – if you get him in the fourth pick in the draft, I mean, do you. Like, he's that good. He's going to put up receiver points. He's going to give you 20, 25 points per week. What was what was the actual, like, the points per week again for him? Just over 15, half-point PPR. He hit 15 weeks above projection. Oh, let me take a look. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, my bad. That was I should have. Yeah, so I'm thinking about the above projection. I'm pretty sure that it's it's probably more than half, but still. Yeah, more than half, uh, right? Sec, I'm pulling it up. Mm. Tight ends were trash last year, though. No, not Kelsey. Not Kelsey. No, he's, not he's, ne- he's he's never had a trash year. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now, Kelsey never had trash. So if you get Travis Kelsey, you're getting you're getting 200 plus points. And then and then George Kittle ended up having himself a, a season with Brock Purdy. So I mean, again, goes back to quarterback play, but it looks like Ryan got the numbers. Yeah. So eight eight out of 17 weeks, he was over projected. For tight um, even the weeks where he was under projection, he wasn't far off. But, so yeah, he's think about one it. Of the- How many other tight ends? 
we're over projected. <laughs> we're over, you know, what they projected. I yeah. I, I want to say when you when you look at the tight ends, I gotcha, guarantee I it's you. probably like one or two, three. Because your tight ends, you're like, ah, you're happy if you can get to double digits with a tight end. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, it's not even close. So yeah, no. with, Travis, with Travis Kelsey though, if you draft him, just know you're getting when you draft Travis Kelsey, you're getting a hundred a hundred points more than any other other uh, tight end you're dra- uh, that that's getting drafted. He had a hundred more points than you know the second best tight end, a hundred points. So when you play somebody, you know you have the upper hand just going in going into that that week you're playing like your tight end against whoever they're playing. Man, you're taking Travis Kelsey. You're getting you're getting double digit points in a twenty point game. He he can give you any time, any week. And those hundred points, those hundred points would help you out at the end of the season too. Because uh, if I know that my league, I think we're doing it by points. So if you're tied with somebody and those points for, like if you got that extra hundred from your tight end, your tight end got like less. You know what I'm saying? That that's a big push into the playoffs. That helps you yeah. get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's 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 first round talent for sure. Um, it just depends on where he goes and just how how the draft follows through. Um, I I want to say where what where is he going on average? Like eight, maybe nine. I know he's like towards the back end, but I know he's first round talent. I think it was the last time. I yeah, it's it was like, like it's right around like five six. Oh, oh he's man. going down. Like yeah. Yeah, he's going early, like early. Yeah. That's what I'm saying like what other tight end in the history of football is been talked about in the first round like this yeah i mean do you see you think somebody somebody's taking them that early in our league oh yeah jose i don't know i don't, I don't know. know well he's not going in the first he's not going in the first six in my well, league well i i, I was i was i was messing with jose i told him i was gonna get him at six but jose's right after me at seven so he's going at seven yeah, in our yeah, league, so, so he'll go in seven and- he's gonna go seven our league that's about where he should go. Yeah. Six, seven. Um, that's not a bad. I, I mean, what, Ryan? Me. <laughs> Damian Davis taking a <laughs> taking Kelsey. Yeah. Um. So I would say, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate, when you go tight end in the first round, it's tends to be one of the harder builds because you're starting off of the tight end. So you have, you're trying to build out your running backs table and your wide receivers with starting from the second um, tends to be a little bit harder. It's not impossible, obviously. Like it's something I've done before too. Um, it's just a, it's just kind of a unique strategy you kind of have to approach. So, you know, but yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey's the man. Um, I think the biggest concern we all talked about last season was like, you know, his age is going to be 34 He's going on 35, but I mean, yeah, he's tied to the best quarterback in the NFL with Mahomes, and uh, it's you know, what are you well, gonna do? Well, Ryan, so all right, so I know that you were saying that starting off with a tight end is a little bit harder, but so for me, I, I know that I've pro- I've said it a couple times already, but I'm doing zero running back in the fantasy family. Obviously, not in this one. I have to. I'm. It's gonna be a completely different draft strategy now. I got the first pick, so I'm probably gonna go more running back heavy and then do some stuff like that. But with the fantasy family, it I, that Travis Kelsey pick at six would actually be beneficial for me because I don't have a tight end. I'm not uh, keeping a tight end. I'm keeping Brandon Ayuk. So if I was to go to Travis Kelsey at six instead of Jamar Chase, I would still be in in my 
pretty much in my uh my strategy base of hitters as far as tight ends, wide receivers, and then when I get into the sixth, seventh round, I'm gonna go find me a couple of bum um uh, running backs like a Montgomery or you know what I'm saying something like that, maybe a Swift here and there. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like those kind of kind of bums. Yeah. Montgomery. <laughs> so I mean, just, I to, never just to wrap Montgomery. up the whole thing, <laughs> I just wanted to call him a bum. <laughs> <laughs> Just the wrap of the whole thing. So, I mean, Kelsey's the man. I think, you know, if you have one of those mid-first-round picks, he's definitely a good option. Um, it all boils down to strategy, you know. Like, if you're willing to go, like, a zero RB route or to, you know, start off with a tight end like that. I mean, it's it's obviously, like, the biggest thing we harp on the most on this podcast is positional advantage. Kelsey is an automatic positional advantage. So, you know, you're starting off that way. Just know, you you know, every week you're going to have an advantage at that position. Um, just gets a little bit trickier when you got to build the rest of your roster. But by all means, you can absolutely do that. Um, yeah. So, all right. You guys got anything else to add, Travis Kelsey? We're and, and, all, and also, everybody's draft's going to be different, man. Everybody's going to, yeah. uh, you know, ride that wave. If you start seeing quarterbacks coming on, and then, you know, you start seeing your running backs – the good running backs start to stay there because, you know, once one, one quarterback goes out early, when Pat Mahomes goes, then you're going to see the other ones trickle off, and there's only a couple of good quarterbacks. So every draft's going to be different. Just ride the wave and, and take best available if you take Kelsey that high. Yep. All right, that does it for Travis Kelsey player profile. Appreciate you guys tuning in for that. Um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up and see you on another one. All right, yeah. that's it for the profiles. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I think this was a good pod tonight. We did, you know what I'm saying? We did our little lottery. I got first pick. I feel, felt all right. I really didn't want it. Like I wanted like four. I really wanted to be in fourth, fourth or fifth. That's where I wanted to be at. But I'll take number one. Uh, I'll, once we figure out the, the keepers, then I, I'll know who my, my top pick is. And yeah, man. And then player profiles was uh, pretty good. Hey, uh, hey, Bill, you drafting uh, Charlie's team this year too, or what, man? Uh, if I have to, I most likely. Sound kind of sounds like kind of sounds like you, man. You know what I'm he might, he might like, hey, cause what yeah, do you think of this? That guy talks a lot of smack for somebody else, you know. You know, <laughs> drafting his team, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I, hey. I want to see, I want to see him draft his own team for once. That way, I can really, you know, have a good laugh at it. You know what's crazy is the, how many text messages I get from people throughout the year. Hey, what do you think about this trade? Hey, what do you think about this trade? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Billy, Billy, Billy. Facts. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be a fun league, man. It's, I'm excited. Can't wait to get this draft going. Yeah, no, it looks like they, they got a real hard on for you. So <laughs> I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Sounds like I'm going like to make some money this year. Yeah, you better you better be bet they be they better be betting as much as uh they talking tonight. They better be betting. Yeah, I don't want no I don't want no I don't want no hey I got I got ten on it this week and I got you the red the other the other fifty next week. Nah 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 ain't no layaway plan here. Money up front. Let's go, man. I'm ready. Hopefully like they learn how to play cornhole before uh <laughs> they learn how to play cornhole before our draft day. So I need some extra money. I feel it. Yeah, Damien, I think uh, Pollard for the eighth-round pick is probably your best bet, man. Like, Pollard's a solid second-round running back, like or even, like, back-end first. 
So I think you can't go wrong with Pollard. But you got he's some other good playing, too. Playing he's got he's got Justin Fields for a 16th for free. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, he's got who else he got? Derrick Henry in the first. Tyler Algier for 16th. That's not too bad. I told but him not, I I told him not to play. do Henry. I told him not to do Henry in the first. I said P- Pollard's probably the player. Yeah, Pollard's the player. Yeah, for Pollard. Sure. I think somebody's keeping Pollard in my league in the eighth round. That's pretty good. Pretty good call. Yeah, no, that's yep. that's too fire. That's that just gives you that positional advantage too, man. You're getting Pollard as a as an eighth round keeper, and you ain't got to waste a a third round pick or a second round pick on him. Yeah, man. Coming after Ryan. Making sure my team is set when we play. Ugh, we have rivalry. Got it, Damien. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a target on my back this year. Just so you guys know, I've never won back-to-back. So. Don't worry. We'll keep that streak alive. Don't worry about that. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. That's what I was Man, waiting for. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Uh, next week, man, we got we got more positional players. Uh, next week, we got we'll, we'll come up with some more – uh, solid topics and I just want to uh, put this out there whatever you guys want to learn about or what do you guys want to talk about uh, on the podcast man let us know like just hit us up like hey man I think you guys should uh, talk about this or I don't know uh, like about you know the zero running backs or I don't know about this type of strategy like whatever you guys want to learn we're here to help you guys out and we'll teach you so man just uh, holla at us let us know but man next week Wednesday, we back, man. And we're gonna be consistent. We're here. We're here until the end of the season. Now, there's no more missing. No more missing days. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts at, that's where we at, man. And it'll be Friday morning at six a.m. We'll be live. So, man, make sure you check us out. Then, you guys got anything else before we get up out here? No, sir, man. We're ready. Just shout out to the league, man. It's fun. We got the lottery finished, so good luck to y'all. To get a get I your practice in, get your mock drafts, figure out your keepers. I, I pinky promise. Yeah. Pinky <laughs> promise you're gonna set his team up again, or yeah. pro- what, what, what's a draft for him? Or yeah, whatever, whatever he wants. Okay. I pinky promise him. Yeah, he gonna he gonna need all the help he can get, anyways. <laughs> what's the bet? What is the bet? Fifty bucks, hundred bucks? What are we talking I about? I got an easy hundred saying I got a better record than him this uh, this season. Oh, are we matching that, Charlie? Hundred bucks, better record. Uh huh, huh. What are we talking about? You guys ain't saying nothing now. Oh, we still need to sign that jersey. Yes, we do, Damien. I got it. I got it. I will sign it. It'll happen. We'll make that shit happen. All right, man. Well, it's your boy Billy F. Gates, aka Steaming Billy Beeman, with the Cobra. And the truth, this is this is your fantasy podcast, and we out. Peace. <laughs>